welcome to Asking Eve, the regular podcast brought to you by Emily and Lara, the mother-daughter duo behind Advancing Eve. Our podcast series will bring you a variety of conversations with girls and women who are just like us and you, making their way through life. We hope you enjoy. Okay, hi guys and welcome back to another Asking Eve podcast. Today I am alone without my mum because I thought why not give a shot at hosting my own podcast and I am joined today with Laura from Boston and Maeve. They are both our summer interns for our first year and I'm going to let them introduce themselves first. So Laura, would you like to say a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so hey guys, I'm Laura. Um, As Laura said, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts and I study international business and Chinese at the University of of Edinburgh and yeah the summer I was an intern at Advancing Eve so yeah that pretty much sums it up yeah (laughs) and Maeve would you like to say a little bit about yourself sure um so I'm Maeve I'm 21 years old and I'm currently studying events management up in Edinburgh and yeah also an intern with also an intern with Advancing Eve and Mm. it's been great yeah (laughs) so the topic of today's podcast um because I think all three of us go beyond the average student. We all have Mm -hmm. internships or I've started Advancing Eve. We all have part-time work. We have, um, you do biz pals at our university. Mm -hmm. We're all part of societies. We also do our degree. (laughs) So we're very busy. Maeve's got a blog. Um, So we're gonna talk about how we spin everything that's going on, how we've dealt with pressure from school through to now, and whether that's changed, and just general have a chit chat about everything that goes on in our lives and how we kind of prioritize things and keep things under control. So we're gonna go back to high school. Obviously we all went to different high schools because we're all from very different places, different systems, but if we just generally talk about ourselves as pupils, I think that that kind of will do a good job. So first question, question that I have got is how would you describe yourself as a pupil at school would you say you were hard working or not would you say you were kind of committed to the school system did you rebel against it so that sort of thing Laura do you want to go first yeah sure so as I said I grew up in the U.S. um, more specifically Massachusetts and I went to a public high school with about 1700 students um and i yeah it is it is quite big um and i was involved in everything really yeah yeah i it doesn't um, surprise me (laughs) i did theater for a year i was a sound manager i um did volleyball i was a captain my senior year all four years of high school um student government music you name it i loved uh I, i loved getting involved in everything um and i think that sort of shines through throughout university as well you definitely are yeah totally hands-on person you like to- i just i don't know i like to fill my time and i think uh it makes me more a more productive student uh academically as well so just having my my schedule filled um i love it and i love everything i do which i think is why it's been so easy for me because i'm passionate about everything that i do That's good. so um I would definitely say you have passion. (laughs) I can't describe how passionate she is because it's just so authentic. It's -hmm. it's not fake in any way. I I really love it, honestly. But yeah, no, I was super hardworking. I I got to the school early to, for example, set up for for a student council event and then I'd be at the school late uh, playing in a volleyball game. So I'd get home sometimes at 10. 10 p.m. Yeah, um, so my my days were absolutely filled, but you know I, I loved I loved every second of it. So that pretty much sums up the high school experience for me. Maeve, would you say you were hardworking? Were you just 
passionate and you know committed as Laura <laughs> not quite no, no no I you know I thought I was but then <laughs> Laura said that and I'm like no I wasn't um I was always known as the organized person okay um I was the head organizer for our prom <clears throat> and I think you know people kind of thought that you know that was very me and I was um I'm not sure how you would call it but I was sh- on the student council yeah, like I was yeah. student body president yeah. for two years um, I was my um, class speaker okay. like for seven years or something um, and I think people thought that I was very hard working but I was kind of one of those annoying people that would just read their notes the night before and then do really well on a test I was yeah yep, that I'm was me um, so yeah I don't think that I was very dedicated to I was mm. dedicated in the sense that I really wanted to get involved with everything and I got on really well with the teachers I was that person okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my brother always said because my brother was really popular with all like even when he was like in primary school he was friends with all the people like doing their a-levels and stuff he was really? so popular so cool. um nice. I know and he was always joking that I was really popular but you know just with the teachers and I was like oh that's great <laughs> thanks <laughs> Thank well I'm incredibly different to both of you <laughs> I think like if you so if anyone has read um the August newsletter I think that you can gauge that I was very arrogant at school I really I was rude I was disrespectful to teachers really? the number of times I swore at teachers oh or gave them like the middle finger yeah it's, this is a shocker to me yeah, yeah I just had this attitude I was like I am and it makes me like annoyed to admit it because I've changed so much in the last year mm-hmm. but I was like I am better than you like I fuck I, I'm gonna swear on my podcast I was like fuck <laughs> you all like, to the teachers because like I was just so I was like you I did no work I sat in a classroom I didn't get my notes out I genuinely sat with my arms crossed and teachers gave up because I got good grades like I got really good Mm -hmm. grades um so they didn't say anything yeah um but yeah I was such an ass at school and I don't know I don't know why I just I think it was for me it was easier to be an ass than to like admit if I was like vulnerable or scared and yeah. I know that's so yeah. stupid because now I like totally am like kind and I'm yeah. a lot nicer than I was but like <laughs> my like my friend Rhiannon who's my close friend she's like grew up with me all through school if she was to have described me at school she would just say arrogant rude really yeah and not as a person but just in the school environment mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. yeah as a student I was awful like if I could go back to some of my teachers I would be like I am so sorry mm-hmm. but you could always tell the difference between certain things if I was invested in it so for example English I absolutely loved English and the English department loved me because I was nice to them <laughs> yeah but things like maths I would just walk in and I'd be like I don't want to be here I don't care and I would just sit so rude and I wouldn't do any clubs or anything I really rebelled against the school Mm -hmm. system um which is why I think it was quite a surprise when I went to uni because it was like you don't like institutional education but yeah I was a total (laughs) arse I would 
far rather have been like you guys at school but yeah no not at all um but I've changed so it's all good (laughs) we're better now so my next question is did you feel a lot of pressure to do well in school and did during the time of your main exams you know the ones you needed for university and stuff did you feel like it was the BN be all and end all like did it mean everything to you in that moment or did you kind of have some perspective as to the you know exams aren't everything so Laura do you want to go first again yeah uh so the school that I went to was just by nature extremely competitive um Mm -hmm. it's a competitive region of the country academically Mm -hmm. um so growing up yeah I did feel a lot of uh, pressure my dad went to a pretty good school in America and so I think also there's the family pressure there's the pressure from my peers um and I I've never really let it get to me um but maybe I was just used to it, so. Sometimes I, I feel like you're the sort of person that would take pressure and use it to work. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. It wouldn't yeah. like crumble you or. You yeah, know. I mean, I've never really thought about it because it's just the environment um, I grew up in—a really competitive school, really competitive yeah. area. Um, but I mean, yeah, it doesn't really get to me. It hasn't it hasn't really bothered me. Um, but yeah, as, as Laura said, I think it just kind of has driven me to to work a bit harder. Work harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about you, Maeve? Did you ever feel? really stressed about it all um I don't think I did um my dad was a bit stricter but my parents got divorced when I was eight so I live with my mom mostly so okay. there was no pressure for grades like once mm-hmm. I got I like five percent on a test or something on yeah, math because I was terrible yeah. at math and my mom was like oh you're just like your mom or something yeah. you know <laughs> yeah very cute yeah, um yeah. but no I never really felt pressured um I got stressed out by exams but not because of what they meant not because of the grades but just the exam setting just stressed me out and I've actually figured out why it's because I have IBS and so Mm -hmm. it would like the whole thing just like anxiety from sitting exams and being in a silent room with loads of people um but other than that I was never really stressed out because I got like I didn't get straight A's or anything but I got an average like good grades you did well so I just kind of you know I just kind of went with it and just tried to you know live my life well we're all the same I don't think I got um felt much stress or pressure either I actually I'm one of the only people I've ever met that loves exams like I actually get excited (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like when you've been preparing for a year and you Mm. you know you know your stuff and then you go and it's like yes it's my time to shine I'm gonna like do the exam and I'm just I actually enjoy them I get excited when I have exams and that is so sad but you know and the next question you've actually both touched on already so we don't really need to go into too much depth but it was whether your parents teachers or peers added stress so Laura you mentioned that your um, environment was quite competitive at school yeah, did you yeah. think that was a positive or a negative thing for you um a little bit of both I mean the first years of high school you're not really worrying about uh, university or anything so it's actually really good stress you know you're you're motivated to get better grades when you're younger which I know can be a bit of bit tough you know to Mm -hmm. think about um but as you got older and people started looking at you know which universities and you know what career paths they wanted to take it it, there were days where it was really stressful you you compared yourself to all of your peers and you go home you're like what am I doing wrong you you overthink everything um but overall I would say it was it was pretty neutral (laughs) yeah yeah you're very not phased by things you know there were some good days there were some bad days but um I did have a lot of friends that it really got to them to be completely honest really yeah yeah they would go home and you know be really upset and it's it, it is really tough to uh tough to hear so i can imagine it was definitely mm-hmm. a really like, cutthroat environment because 
I know some um, private schools in England because obviously um, being at our university there are so many English students and like when I Mm -hmm. chat to them their school environment was so different and I was speaking to one of my friends and he was saying how that for every course a list was published of a ranking (gasps) of it wasn't that bad for me like for me that yeah that that stresses me like I couldn't I couldn't and wouldn't want that. No, I, yeah, definitely no. not. Like, that would mm-hmm. not help definitely me. Not. No. I think in the U.S., though, it's also cultural. <clears throat> um, I think just from the English and Scottish students I've talked to, people in the U.S. get a lot more sort of involved in their school environments, like doing school sports. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah 100%. So I think, yeah, I, think that's, I think there's a huge cultural aspect uh, to that, too. So I think that's just something to keep in mind. But, yeah, definitely. Yeah, mm-hmm. cultural. So what made you both decide to go to university in general? Maeve, do you want to go first this time? Sure. Um, I think that it was kind of just expected. Okay. Um, I went to quite a small school, so in Germany, but it was a French school. So it was, it was a private school and there was a lot of kids from, um, expats and stuff that went there and it was quite a high level that we had at the school. Mm -hmm. So most people went to university Um, and it was kind of just yeah it's kind of just what we were brought up on Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah I just kind of felt normal I was good in the academic setting as well so it just kind of made sense some people just work in that setting and some people really don't like my brother for example does not at all thrive in an Mm -hmm. academic setting Mm -hmm. whereas you know I now do more than I do at school so it's just different for every person. Yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of the same way. So I've been fortunate enough to grow up in an area where a lot of people are university educated. Mm-hmm. Um, so just even in my school, in my community, mostly everyone goes to university. It was never really um, in the cards not to. Yeah. Um, so that's that. It was always an expectation. It was always kind of, oh yeah, I'm gonna go to uni, and that's just how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. That's pretty much. It's an expectation. I think same kind of like everyone, if you got good grades, it was kind of like you're going to go to uni. Yeah. Um, I think like for me, I decided to go because it's just a condensed experience and like you learn mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. much not just about what your degree or whatever your yeah. choice of study is. You learn a lot about yourself, how to be an adult. It really is a perfect opportunity to transition into the next part in life. Yeah, like I, I would be petrified if I had went straight from school into yeah. mm-hmm. full, complete adulthood like yeah. I would oh, yeah. I think I would have like crumbled it'd be yeah. like yeah, yeah. No, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's if it's not right for you don't I don't think you should force it yeah no, but if yeah, it's something not. that the thought of it doesn't like it doesn't really completely put you mm-hmm. off go mm-hmm. for it especially yeah, if you're I Scottish agree. you know it's free yeah yeah exactly Lucky say, for us. Yeah. Fee, so <laughs> you, gotta be, you gotta be pretty sure if you're paying what I'm yeah paying, but, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but if you're Scottish like us and even a little bit of you is curious try it for like a year because yeah I love I love it I absolutely mm. love university and I cannot wait for the 21st of September when we get yeah. lectures again <laughs> normal learning environment you know mm-hmm. and yeah I'm very excited about it mm. so how did you both choose your degree so Maeve you have changed degrees since yeah. when you first studied so do you mm-hmm. want to talk a little bit about that sure um so I had this dream since I was six years old to be mm-hmm. a fashion designer very um, cool dream. I think my mom told me that I came into the kitchen once with a Barbie and with Play-Doh, I had made a skirt no for the Barbie. Way. And I was like, that's what I want to do when I'm older. I want to make clothes. <laughs> um, so growing up, it was always in the back of my mind. It was always mm-hmm. what I was going to do. Um, and so I was looking at England, London, because obviously for fashion, you know, yeah, that's kind of where you look. Places, yeah. um, but obviously it's 10,000 pounds a year. 
and my dad was like (laughs) 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 you know 40,000 pounds for a degree like it's a lot of money and I had a friend who was a year older who actually went to Scotland and Mm -hmm. she was telling me Scotland is amazing it's so underrated people don't realize how good the education here is and so I started looking and I found Harriet Watt University they're one of the best um for that and so I applied to five different universities Harriet Watt being my first choice I didn't get into any of them except for Harriet Watt so I was very lucky yeah 100% and um two years into my well the first year was kind of getting used to being in a fashion environment um the French school system that I went in is very square like there's not much place for creativity or you know doing other things you're thrown into like exactly exactly so it was it was a bit it was a bit difficult at first um but then I kind of got into it and then for the second year I felt prepared I was like this is going to be great and doing it I was just not enjoying it it was just taking so much out of me Mm -hmm. and I saw my flatmate who was kind of thriving on it I mean don't get me wrong it was difficult for you know both of us but I felt like it was just destroying me like I was having so many mental breakdowns and it was oh it was horrendous it just wasn't right and then one morning I woke up and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to change. I'm just going to do Dude, events management. It's actually quite yeah. a bold thing that for you to really, have done, especially yeah. two years in, you know? Like, yeah. I think I really admire the fact that you just, you know, went, this isn't right. I'm not going to force yeah. it. Like, you, it's so cliche, but you really do only live once. So why yeah, spend no, that's another true. couple yeah, of but years? But it's so hard to make that decision. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're halfway, like, Perfect. through. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. And what? how did you well, come thanks. to event management? It was always the second option. Okay, um, so as I said, there. yeah, in school, you know, I was organizing loads of yeah, things. I was, you know, true. student body president. It was always there. And I was always like, I loved organizing outings. If, you know, we did mm-hmm. trips with friends, I was always the one organizing everything. And um, yeah, I think that it was just always in the back of my mind. And actually thinking about that vision I had of, you know, when I was younger growing up of, being a fashion designer I didn't actually see myself being a fashion designer I saw myself running a fashion show like I had like the you know the clipboard and the headset like that was me (laughs) I wasn't actually making the clothes so I think that with you know kind of reflecting on it I realized it was always event management okay that's really nice that you like realized and then came around to it Yeah. yeah yeah Laura business yeah. internationalists and Chinese actually. yeah yeah so um, I've been taking Chinese for eight years now um, in middle school they offered three languages it was French Spanish and Chinese and being a little rascal yeah. that I was Chinese. Yeah. yeah I was like you know what guys I'm gonna I'm gonna take a leap of faith and I'm so glad that I did I have loved it um, it's opened up so many opportunities for me honestly and I knew I had to continue it at university so That's there's good. that and I didn't I didn't think I wanted to do a Chinese degree alone. Yeah. Um, and, it, you know, there's not there's not really much there. Um, and I've always been interested in business. My sister actually studied the same thing at uni mm-hmm. um, back in Boston. Yeah, and she, she's loved it. And, you know, that's kind of inspired me. So, yeah, that's kind of how I got there. But, yeah, Chinese, it's it's been a great experience. And it's such a... When you say it, like, when I first met you, it was like, yeah, I didn't know if this is in Chinese. I was like, ooh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
yeah, I, I get that reaction a lot. Um, there is only six people in my degree. Wow. Yeah. So only six. Yeah. And so I've that's, met, like, four that's, of them. that's specifically so international business and Chinese. So in the Chinese uh, language department, there's more. But um, that particular degree. But that, that particular degree um, is only six people that's in our school. Wow. Which is pretty crazy. Mm. It's um, kind of cool, though. It is. Yeah. You get to know all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. we all get to go to China together, fingers crossed, next year, which <gasps> is going to be so awesome. Wild. Oh, yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think my sophomore, junior year of high school, my class got to travel to Beijing and that kind of reaffirmed my love for the, mm -hmm. the language and culture and yeah. again kind of motivated me to study it at That's so, so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, okay, well, my story is not at all that interesting. I just, <laughs> I wanted to be a history teacher until I was 16 and then I was like, why do I don't want to be a history teacher? I don't like children. And I don't really like history. Um, so I realized I, similarly to you realizing, you know, everything I've been imagining mm -hmm. hasn't actually been about the fashion designing. It's been about the running of the fashion show. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Everything in my life, everything I've been interested in has always been about being an entrepreneur. Like I've mm -hmm. done it since a very young age I've always had side hustles or little businesses it's all really what I think about if I'm like ever in a yeah. daydream I'm thinking about a business or something mm -hmm. um so I was just like I'm just gonna study business see if I like it and I did business with marketing just because my mom does marketing and you can't go wrong you can't go yeah wrong. like 100%. It's, it's such a key aspect of exactly and it's so universal to life yeah. as well yeah. I think mm -hmm. it's a great thing to understand and also yeah. Um, I think it increased your chances of getting into uni if you were more specific with your degree. Yeah. Mm. That could be a total myth, but <laughs> I think by going with business with marketing, because less people were applying for it yeah. than yeah. just business. Well you, yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so it must have been a good tactic. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's kind of how I came to do yeah. business with marketing. Um, my next question is, um, which really only just kind of goes to you guys, is how did you choose where to study? So you've mm -hmm. both moved mm -hmm. quite far to study. Yeah. I mean, I only went an hour up the road, so I'm not that <laughs> exciting. But like, how did you choose? And also, how did you manage the move mm -hmm. so far away from home? Quite alone, like you were totally alone yeah. doing it. Yeah. Quite a big leap. How did you manage it? Yeah. I don't know who wants to go we first. You can... go yeah. Um, it, yeah. <laughs> it's quite a big question. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so you've kind of already mentioned how you came to Scotland. Yeah. So how did you manage moving to Scotland on your own? My mom helped me move. Okay. Right. Um, but even before the decision to move to Scotland, I lived in Germany for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of all I knew. I was 18 when I moved out. And was yeah, I was 18. And I kind of always knew that I wanted to leave. I okay. didn't want to stay in Germany. An instinct, yeah. Right? And I always felt because my dad's Irish, I always felt really close to the English-speaking mm -hmm. world. You know, English was always my favorite language to speak. Really? And, um, you know, I was always watching English shows, English videos, like YouTubers and all that. So, I, you know, it kind of just felt natural to go to an English-speaking country. Okay. And then when it came time to move, 
um it was the strangest thing because it felt so right mm-hmm. and I was you know I felt prepared and I actually I had a car at the time so when my mom we packed up the car we drove all the way up to Amsterdam took a ferry really? to Newcastle oh, yeah <laughs> and then um I wanted my mom to be in the car when I drove on the left side of the road for the first time yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah fair so I drove from Newcastle up to Galashiels and it was it was the best experience of my life it was so so fun honestly it was so fun and I mean it was you know my mom we were speaking about it a couple months ago for some reason and she was saying you know when you were driving I was a bit scared because you were going really (laughs) fast (laughs) exactly um but yeah um yeah I don't know I just it was just a good feeling yeah I've just always felt welcome here and that's one thing if people ask me how Scotland is I'm like it's the most warm and welcoming country you will be in yeah Yeah. it's it's a wonderful place Woo, go Scotland yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and I think the people remind me of art like it reminds me of Ireland a lot so there's like all this childhood quite a lot yeah there are similarities between the two yeah I'm not sure people say the same about England but yeah not so much um so yeah from yeah so i'll start with uh why i chose like edinburgh um so as the listeners may or may not know tuition fees in america are don't even get me started absolutely extortionate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so even as an international student um at the caliber of school that i'm going to edinburgh it's a great school um i'm paying less significantly significantly less less, um Mm -hmm. than i would going to a school in like boston or like a high level school there um, so that was a really big, finances were a really big aspect to that. Um, and I've always really loved to travel and have been interested in just learning about other cultures and things like that. So I think the international aspect to me was always really, um, really intriguing. And I did a rogue visit to Edinburgh with my sister uh, a few summers ago. And it's... Just it's loved a, it. it yeah. I just loved it. You kind of just know it's a beautiful city. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the people are so nice. Um, and there's just so much to do. I like it immediately felt at home. More so than schools that I visited in the really? U.S. Yeah. Okay, that's um, mm. So, yeah, that's that. And they had my program, which, as we talked about, is kind of unique and You're a little bit weird. Yeah. Um, and a lot of other schools in the U.K. don't carry the same program. Mm-hmm. So that kind of eliminated um, a lot of them right off the bat, which is great. Um, and the University of Edinburgh holds a pretty high standard, uh, especially in the U.S. Yeah. So that was also really helpful. Um, So as far as my move, um, I grew up pretty independently. Um, Going way back, my mom passed away when I was pretty young. And so my dad was a single parent. He worked all the time. Um, So I kind of, you know, not having my parents around isn't really a new concept to me. So moving to a different country, it it wasn't really as scary. You think that actually made it easier? I think so, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, And growing up, I check out the blog on the website. Um, but um, growing up, my <laughs> dad had plug. international nannies from Germany, actually. Okay. One, was, one was from Austria. And so you kind of get that international taste um, yeah. from a young age. Yeah. So the move to Scotland to me actually wasn't uh, a super difficult transition. Because, you know, I just lived a pretty independent life growing up. Um, and I'm, I'm a pretty flexible person. I'm pretty easygoing, which I think is super helpful. Yeah, I can yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, it, it wasn't a super tough transition. Um, I love meeting new people, which definitely helps. I'm really not shy or quiet, as Laura knows. Yeah, she's um, not <laughs> shy or quiet either. Which I definitely think has um, 
proved to be very helpful. But yeah, yeah I've loved it so far. Yeah, this girl can talk. Like, <laughs> give her like a blank wall, and she will have a better conversation with her than I could have with most people. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, so it really wasn't a tough transition. My dad also helped move me in, and he he spent a couple years of his life growing up in London, and he fell in love with Edinburgh just like I did, it's which was an amazing, yeah, amazing. Yeah, it is. Like, it's such Honestly. a magical place, and mm. my grandpa fell in love with it when he came. That's so, the story yeah, story. it's so yeah, it's, it's, it was adorable. So um, no, I knew I knew this was the place for me, and um, mm-hmm. so yeah, the it's funny how you, you just know, don't yeah. you? Yeah, it just feels it's a feeling. Right. It is, yeah, definitely, um, definitely. Yeah, like I absolutely love Edinburgh. You know that. Yeah. It's just it's it's like an actual physical love. I yeah, feel when I yeah. come mm-hmm. back, and I can't not smile when I'm there. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Such, yeah. it's such a great place. Mm-hmm. It's such but... a great great place yeah. mm-hmm. we're all not biased at all but <laughs> no really is amazing well and um i was i think the first person from my high school to ever even go to edinburgh really university. yeah so it was kind of a rogue decision and mm-hmm. of course um, again like the chinese yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's a very international yeah. story but um so where i'm from all the parents you know got around town and all the parents were like i can't believe you know to my dad they're like i can't believe you're letting laura move and and my dad was like, no, no, like, it's she'll cool. She'll be fine. Yeah, she'll be fine. <laughs> dad is just as No, my, my dad was best. But, yeah, he, he got a lot of questions from the parents. Um, oh, yeah. But, no, it's definitely worked out well. And <laughs> all my friends, I think, are a bit, a bit jealous of me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very yeah, cool. I do not mm. shut up about Edinburgh when I'm home. I'm sure I they're getting a bit annoyed why. at me. Yeah, 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 yeah. getting a bit annoyed at me at this point. But, yeah, yeah. Okay, so my next question, we're going to move a little bit more into just how we balance everything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just going to start by saying what we all do. So Laura, you're secretary of the Chinese Society. Let me know. China if Future. China yeah. Future Society. Yeah. Let me know if I miss anything out. Okay. You have internship with us. Yeah. You're applying for another internship with a Chinese this London. This e-commerce Chinese e-com- company. Okay, yeah. company. You're doing your degree. Yeah. You are a biz pal, which if you don't know, it's like a business helper to the first yeah. years. Yeah, um, yeah, So you're running help sessions with that. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay, yeah, so she does a lot. all my time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, and you're also very sociable. <laughs> um, how do you, how do you balance it all? And how do you decide what to prioritize and what not to do, you know, what to, not what to spend yeah. so much time on? Yeah. Um, so as I said, I mean, I'm, I'm used to balancing all of this. In high school, I did the exact same thing. So yeah. to me, it's at this point, thankfully, second nature. Um, mm-hmm. All the stress my high school years has paid off. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's definitely about just, yeah, finding that right balance between being sociable and getting work done and relaxation and all this stuff. And it's it's a very uh, sensitive balance, but I think I've done a pretty good job at finding it for myself. And um, Do you like plan? Are you a planner? I would say semi. Yeah, I'm okay. a semi planner. Um, as I said, I'm pretty easygoing, but I do have a big like whiteboard calendar in my she room does. that yeah. you know I write all the events on just to like have a visual yeah. um, visual planner. Right. I remember me. once in a lecture, um, I was sitting next to Laura. <laughs> And instead of us, either of us listening to the lecture, I spent my time watching her and she spent her time making herself like a weekly plan, like schedule with like putting all her subjects yeah. and courses in it. And she was like scheduling like an ab workout yeah. and like a run. So like I would say she's organized. No, I, yeah, I would say I'm decently organized. I mean, I, I usually don't stick to the plan to a T. But I do no, just like the intentions have, there. Yes, the, yeah, the intention yeah. is always there, um, and that's just proved to be crucial for me these past few months mm-hmm. um, with everything going on. Mm-hmm. So that's how I personally stay organized, and I think picking what you do is just super important. As I said, I'm just 
fully passionate about everything that I do, which makes the balancing almost, it, it makes it easier because you love to do it and it's not, nothing's a hassle. Mm -hmm. um, so and, would you say like to people that want to be an over, not an overachiever, but like they want to achieve a lot, yeah. would you say make sure you're definitely just still doing what you actually want yes. to do? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do just anything. do for the sake of doing it. Yeah, no. um, I think everyone kind of has to learn this lesson in their own way, but don't do anything for the title of it or, mm -hmm. you know, if you think it's going to get you to a certain place in life, it, just do what you do what you love. I know passion so, drives success. Yes, passion yeah. definitely does. Um, and I could not keep up with everything if I was, you know, involved in something that I didn't really, really like. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's very good advice. So, yeah. Maeve, you are doing your degree as well. Yep. You have a blog, and you are now launching that into a business. Mm -hmm. You have a part-time job at Marks and Spencer. Yes. Anything else I'm missing? No, I think that's it. Okay, so how do you manage all of that? And I know for a fact you're a planner too. Yeah. You? Yeah, you're quite like, <laughs> yeah, you're very plannery. Yeah. So how, yeah, how do you manage it all and how do you decide what, mm. you know? Oh, I do, do the do. internship also. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Of course, <laughs> internship yeah, with Francine. Yeah, of course. Um, I think that, again, I kind of just use the skills I have, like the organizational skills mm -hmm. I have and kind of being able to put less time into certain things. Although I will say that the way I worked in high school, you know, kind of revising the night before and then just yeah, going into yeah, it yeah. doesn't really work for university. Not, not so same, I think that was, yeah. a, that was a bit of a shock <laughs> at first. Too, yeah. <laughs> but I think that um, I kind of try and block times to do things mm -hmm. um I'm not as full-on like I feel like a lot of people think that I'm always working and doing things not really like you know a lot yeah, of times I'm you know watching a YouTube too. show or watching some yeah. Netflix relaxing going yeah. for walks doing a workout stuff like that um I think though when I do sit down to work I work well and I work quite quickly like I know productive work exactly yeah, yeah. Um, so I won't do like days and days and days of work, but the couple of hours of work that I will do, I'll put a lot into it. And like, okay. um, but yeah, so I if think you were to give advice to someone, um, trying to manage workload, like what would your number one mm -hmm. top tip be? I think priorities. Just um, I learned this one thing and it's helped me so much. See if you do a to-do list because I'm, I'm a list maker. I make to-do okay. lists because otherwise yeah. it's all in my head and I wait, like, you know, <laughs> in bed at night, I think, oh my God, I have to do this, 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 this tomorrow. Make a list and I make long to-do lists. Like there's too many things on it and choose three things that, that you, you have, have to, to do, do that day. Okay. Just, you know, and, you know, break it into small chunks as well. Don't mm -hmm. put write essay because that's not like how, you know, yeah. I always get overwhelmed by things like that. Like, where do you even start? So break it up into smaller chunks. For example, write your introduction, read yeah, text, yeah, you know, do some research, mm -hmm. start, you know, draft your first part or something. And then from all those smaller tasks, choose three that you have to finish. If you do more, great. But if you only do those three mm -hmm. that's fine you've done your daily goal and that's really that's quite productive I've helped me the most that um and I think it is great but I'm so bad at doing what I intend to do <laughs> I'm I, the same yeah I'm like you know how you are like small time productive time I'm like 
drag it on for like <laughs> I'm either night before or I mm. drag something on for weeks and weeks and weeks. I'm like mm-hmm. st- right, so we're in the advancing eve office right now. And there's a whiteboard to my left and it has a to do list on it that I wrote. I think one of the first days that I started working full time for advancing eve over the summer and I have only done one thing on that to do list. <laughs> uh, yeah, only one. That's quite bad. I'm so bad with to-do lists. I mean, I say that I get distracted really easily. So yeah. I think one it's thing It's hard when there's so much. Yeah, yeah, and especially now everyone working from home. Yeah. It's even like harder. Yeah. Like my flatmate saw me working and she was like, "You literally get up every 30 seconds." And I do. I get up every <laughs> yeah. 30 seconds. I'm like, "I'm going to make a cup of tea or like, "Oh, I need this pen or I need this." So I think what is key be prepared. Just, mm-hmm. you know, before you start working, have, have your cup of tea, yeah. have your pens, have like your notebook, have your random blanket if you need it, you know, just have yeah. everything there and be organized. Yeah. Beforehand, yeah. And also like cut out distractions. I get distracted by distracted by sounds if there's stuff going on um, in the street because I lived on like the main street in Gala yeah, Shields for ages. And if like there's sound attack, I'm going to go, oh, what's, you know, what's going on? <laughs> right. Um, so put on some music. I swear by classical music it's really what helps me and you know just yeah be prepared cut out distractions and And actually get stuff done yeah Yeah. exactly i need to take some of your advice (laughs) to be fair i need to take my own advice as well i think that when most people give advice they really need to like listen to themselves i definitely do it with like friends i'm like do this i'm like i'm not even listening to (laughs) no literally (laughs) okay so i have one more question and it's a little bit more Mm light-hearted um is what was your favorite thing about your internship with advancing eve and working with my mum and me (laughs) where's it again right (laughs) everything it was amazing (laughs) um do you want to start there you can go ahead if you like yeah, I think for me, this was really my first um, professional internship. And although, you know, I was thousands of miles away. Yeah, it was a bit um, tricky. Mm. I think it was just the fact that it was you guys cared so much at the yeah. Idaho experience. And mm-hmm. it was just working with people who genuinely cared and had mm-hmm. a great mission, um, which I know is kind of a boring answer. But I think... I don't think it's boring. I don't know. I, think I, it's great. I, I think yeah. it was just for my first professional experience to be in mm-hmm. such a positive environment. Um, it really sets yourself up for, you know, high expectations in the future. But... Um, yeah, I think it was so just the positive nice. environment. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm. yeah, I'm glad. Yeah, we really did care about making sure that you felt like it yeah. was worthwhile. Mm-hmm. It was so hard with COVID, etc. So it wouldn't have been the same as if yeah. you were here. Mm. But we really wanted to make sure that you were getting to do something that you liked and learning something at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so made you succeed. Sure. I mean, Laura said it perfectly. Really, I think yeah, the thing. care that both you and Emily put into, you know, Mm -hmm. the work we did. And I remember the first blog post that I wrote for Advancing Eve. And I'm pretty sure I sent it to you. And you were like, oh, it's perfect. And I think I sent it to your your mom and she was like, oh, like, it's so nice to be working with someone who can actually write. And it was like the biggest compliment ever. Like, I literally had tears Um, in my eyes when I read that. I I was so happy. um, You said when you sent me your first book review that Mm -hmm. I did, because you both had like very different like tasks. Because maybe you're with your blog, you wrote Mm -hmm. a lot, Laura. You claim and say she can't write, she can Mm. check out her blog posts, they are great. (laughs) She's claimed she can't write, so I gave her other stuff to do. But when you gave me your first book review, I remember it being exactly how I had thought or wanted it to be in my head. Mm. And I was contemplating like emailing you and being like, this is amazing. Like, I was like, no, act cool. But I decided to do it. 
So I, I emailed her the most mushy email back. I was I remember sending it and I was like, I sent it to someone that I was speaking to at the time and I was like, I am the most embarrassing boss like boss in I'm yeah. not a boss but um ever because I just remember like sending you smiley faces and being like oh this is amazing God. like thank you so much it's perfect it's great so like yeah we really did care yeah. and I think it was amazing having both of you as like thank the you. first you know advanced mm. eve interns because obviously part of what advanced eve wants to offer is internship matching process so mm-hmm. we can find interns interns for anyone looking for one or any an internship for anyone looking for one as well um, and I think you guys were the perfect first oh. interns <laughs> um, yeah very cringy but still very true um, yeah so I hope you enjoyed your yeah. first time on Asking Eve and yeah. I'm sure you'll both be back at some point thanks for having us. Us. yeah thank yeah. you so thank much you being on it. Um, yeah thank you for listening too I don't know how to end it <laughs> okay bye <laughs>